Well, Marat, welcome to episode 25 of the Quamfi Show. Today, we are going to talk about what happened in the community in the last week. Um, there was some, um, well, let's call it trouble. Let's uh, start with the word trouble. Um, it all turned out. Gilbert showed up, saved the day. We're going to address that. Um, we're going to talk about Overledger Update 2.2.11. Um, can't remember if we covered this last week, but today we have Bas. He's coming on the show a little bit later to take us through the NFTs. Oh. <laughs> and he's uh, he's going to show us uh, how this uh, all new Hyperledger fabric um, QRC721 and QRC20 synergy will work, which is going to be pretty interesting. Also, Oracle been tweeting on Quant. I've uh, been shouting us out from the main account, so we're going to have a stab at that. SDX has been shilling us, or six actually, and as I just checked, the price of QT right now is... Oh, it's back 99.85. It was 100 a little bit ago. Euros. So that's pretty cool as well. Um, so it's going to be an interesting episode. And um, I would very much appreciate if you guys um, interact with our video. Let us know what questions you have, what you think we could do better. Um, give us a thumbs up, thumbs down. We love the feedback. Um, Make sure to subscribe, like, etc. And these are all the formalities out of the way. Tim, you're looking really serious. You're getting wrinkles, my man. How is life? Ah, it could be better, yeah. honestly. Uh, tough week. Uh, lots of fathers um, taking away a lot of bandwidth for me. Uh, Gilbert apparently uh, is uh, just a tech guy. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that, but apparently just a tech guy is Gilbert Furian. Um yeah. yeah, so uh, I don't know. Sometimes I wish I, I wasn't in this position, <laughs> being in the middle of uh, all the stuff that, that happens. It uh, takes away a lot of bandwidth. Uh, but on the other end, it's really fun to record the show. And uh, we are here. And, and with everything that happened last week, we have so much to cover. We have so much to talk about. Uh, and we should just do it. Personally, I'm fine. It's just that Telegram and, and Instagram and Twitter and all those other social nightmares uh give me a headache at times and i do understand why people just step away from their phone because it's not good for you yeah <laughs> so that's how i feel um yeah worrying about stuff on my phone uh, i shouldn't be doing that but i do <laughs> and worrying about stuff on your phone about what other people are thinking and saying in a different part of the world yeah that that is pretty much my position and yeah. sometimes i wish i wasn't in that position but i am uh because on the, because, well, the popcorn is always great to have with you and just watch the world burn the dumpster fire. And that's exactly what we were going to talk about because it was quite a dumpster fire this week. It's resulted in a V-shape and that V-shape kind of uh, resembled my, uh, my well, how I felt. <laughs> terrible uh, headache on, uh, on, on Tuesday. My stomach was, was turning again. My head was spinning wasn't good. Uh, and then it ended up all rosy with uh, an Oracle tweet with 800k followers. So it's quite a roller coaster. Uh, yeah, that's me. How are you, Jarno? Uh, How's life? Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. I'm chilling at uh, my sister's right now. She's nice. She has a nice little garden at the water. And I've been sitting inside the last couple of now. Um, now everything is, is, is pretty good. Um, I also notice the social media. Um, I'm looking for the right word 
but it's it's a little bit of a mess right now and and most if it's resolved fuck it's even it it it, it it's great we we exactly know what is what right now we'll address this in a little bit but as a result the the questions we are getting have now dropped uh, from from at least a high double digit IQ to nearly single digits uh, which is pretty annoying because a couple of weeks ago we got the what is the token utility etc and now indeed we are getting is Gilbert even real and <laughs> and stuff like that which is amazing we're also back to why is quant ERC20 and I understand that this is coming with an influx of new people uh, following the news, quants been trending uh, quite a bit, and in the news lately also big accounts. So there's a lot of your uh, your your voice, your 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 sound. It's uh, you're a robot. This my, my sound shit again. No, yeah. I think it should be good. Is Repeat what shit? you just said. No, it's okay. It was just uh, you were a robot. Was it me or was it you? Well, it, I'm who knows? Pretty, I'm pretty confident it was you. Okay. Oh. But it's up to the listeners. So repeat what you, the last yeah, part. Write, write down the time. We need to check this for ourselves as well. I'm curious about this because sometimes this apparently happens. And I just tested my audio from my uh, bathroom, from my sleeping room, from, uh, from the bedroom, sorry, and from the kitchen. And everywhere I had a reception. And now I am like three feet away. And there are issues. It's curious. Um, anyway. What, what was it talking about? We were talking about. Oh yeah, that 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 uh, that the FUD is now back to ERC twenty. Why, and why not own blockchain and 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 that stuff, which is uh, really interesting. But that is what you get with a new influx of people, and this is going to get quote unquote worse. I'm not, not sure if that's the right word, uh, but new people come in, new people have questions, and I urge many of you guys watching are. Uh, well, you're the OGs of the future, and um, I want to urge to be patient and and remember that when we all started, we didn't know anything either. I know I got spoon-fed by Luke CryptoCoin himself onto how to use Uniswap with ETH, etc. And uh, that 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 was like three years ago, two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. So we all started from zero. Let's be patient with the with the new guys and. Uh, Let's uh, let's get into this episode. Um, so what happened? And I also be patient with yourself because the the events uh, that happened take a toll on you. And I must say, it took a toll on me as well. Um, uh, I cannot take it lightly. It, it, it did impact me. It impacted a lot of people in the community. Go easy on yourself. Think of your uh, your mental uh, stability. Yeah, just uh, definitely. Side yeah, note. Definitely. Okay, so let's let's go to the the part uh, where everyone was waiting for. Yeah. So so to kick this off, I'm gonna start the same way as we did in the Dutch episode. If you've seen the Dutch episode, it is not gonna be a copy paste of that episode. Um, at least we're gonna try and not make it the copy paste. We and might so be lying. Say, if you don't speak that? Dutch, you never know. Yeah, exactly. Now um, the story remains the same. Um, and I want to start with this. What you see now on my screen is a screen is an excerpt, uh, a print screen from Maine. So the Quant Community Channel. It is written by Gilbert. 
I'm going to start with this. Then I'm going to take you through the email um, and the story as I uh, know it. So here we go. Firstly, Overledger is powered by QNT. We have had testnet, then mainnet releases for every blockchain. I would like to ask anyone who can show us in code with a transaction number for any Overledger transaction they have somehow sent on mainnets without using QNT. You have to buy a license fee in QNT and have to pay in QNT for sending the transaction. Our approach on how it's handled, lockups, etc., has not changed since our last update and thinking. Every single developer and customer has to purchase a license and pay for the transactions in QNT. And for enterprise clients, they can pay in pounds and we handle their QNT. It's easier for enterprise to manage. It's been this way since our business paper. It's how it is done in the developer portal today and in recent release, and in the recent release, which was a complete new architecture in July. The comments from Carlo were incorrect and he hasn't been with the company since the beginning of July. He doesn't know and it wasn't his role regarding this. A little bit later, people thanked Gilbert and Gilbert responded, no problem. Hope that was helpful and clear. Great to hear the community's feedback and use the technology we've been, uh, sorry, we've developed to really take blockchain mainstream. The latest and newest release of Tokenize is a game changer for institutions and developers and ordinary users. Anyone can create interoperable digital assets with a few clicks. Even a CEO can do it. Okay, so... This was Gilbert in Maine. This was Wednesday, Tuesday, Tuesday, because we recorded obviously an episode on Tuesday evening for Wednesday. So um, all this happens, well, yeah, in, in the course of Monday evening till yeah Central <laughs> European time till till Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, so the sense timeline... for European time though, it, it depends on your time zone. Yeah, the timeline started for me sooner. It was uh, Monday last week when I had an interview with uh, with Greg Lund for uh, for his uh, for his Patreon, his his podcast. He asked me uh, to be interviewed, and it was an amazing interview. Had a lot of fun. Afterwards, he was like, "Yo, Jorno, can I bounce something off you?" Um, I need you to keep this private. This this could be really interesting um, and also terrifying at the same time. Like, yeah, sure, do, hit me up. So he sent me a bunch of emails. I'll show you these later. I want to take you through the timeline first. Um, I read the emails, told him I don't want any prior information. Um, read the emails. It scared the living shit out of me. And then I called him back. Um, what was in the emails? In essence, it was email traffic between an anon. The names were redacted. I also have the original emails. I'm not sharing those, but uh, just for transparency. Um, between an anon and Carlo Colista. And I forgot to pull up his LinkedIn again, just like in the Dutch episodes. So it's going to be a copy paste anyway. <laughs> Can you look that up? 
Um, but Carlo Callisto has a pretty... Yeah, sure. Would you like me to share the screen later? No. Yeah, just throw it up. People can see that. Um, so Carlo Callisto has a pretty decent uh, CV. He's been with the company for almost a year and he was the head of client services. Uh, but apparently he has also been doing customer service and he replied to the Anon. Um, the, the long and short of it was gateways are postponed. Token is only used for payments and nothing else. And no lockups have ever been planned or will ever happen. And could you fix your microphone for a bit? It's okay, but it's not the best. Okay. Thank you. Um, so token not needed, no gateways, and only uh, and, and no lockups ever. So I was like, okay, this is interesting. Spoke to it with Greg, and we discussed. I was like, okay, this is a problem. If this is true, um, then we have been lied to. So we need to figure this out. And Greg agreed. Greg was like, okay, how are we going to go about this? And we made a plan. And the plan was um, Greg was going to bounce this off a few senior community members. Then uh, when, when we had reached a consensus, he would have gone back to me. We would have gone to uh, the admin group, discuss it there, and look for further steps. But those would include notifying the team, trying to get feedback from them. I chimed in with Greg on Thursday, or he with me, I can't remember. And uh, the other community members were unreachable. And um, he would keep trying, but we would have to wait. Friday, I decided on my own, didn't notify anybody to create an email myself. And in that email, I used excerpts from the email I got from Greg um, and quotes from Gilbert from Telegram, as you can see, could have seen on the screen earlier, where Gil actually explains about the lockups and all the stuff. And the, the long and short of the email was actually, okay, somebody is not informed or somebody is lying. Gilbert has been telling us this for several years. Callisto is now telling us this. Callista, sorry. Who is wrong? Who is right? I didn't tell anybody about that email until after I sent it. I, I told it to Tim that I did that. Um, Tim was by then in the know because we were prepping an episode on tokenomics. And we're like, okay, we're not going to release this. So I uh, I gave him a really diluted version of what was going on. Um, just enough so, he, 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 yeah, otherwise it would have jumped down my throat, uh, which is logical. We are a team here. In, in fact, uh, uh, well, you informed the Instagram team very vaguely, well, because we were uh, developing a post on the tokenomics. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we put it on hold because you said, well, with recent insights, it might not be the best timing to do a post on the tokenomics of Quant. Yeah. Since there are new insights, which could be very troubling. Uh, but that's the only thing you, you shared with me. Then before we recorded the Dutch episodes yeah. last Monday, it was so, it was uh, super hot here. <laughs> uh, not with me. I was in an air-conditioned building. It was fine. <laughs> uh, just before that episode, you just gave me the TL, TLDR uh, 
on what's going on without sharing any documents, just saying, hey, uh, we basically found this email communication. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What? what? Th- that was my reaction. And you could have know if you look critically, you speak Dutch, you, you see my aftermath during the episode, you could see it, that I was kind of troubled. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But- so, yeah, it, it was shocking. Uh, and, and then everything... Uh, Continue, continue, you that, That's my only involvement there. I, I, I barely knew anything besides that. Yeah. So I sent the email on Friday and uh, weekend passed, then it turned Monday. And um, I got a DM from somebody and it was a video. <laughs> and it was a video. Um, I, I can't remember the title, but apparently Greg made that um, and he distributed that very video. Uh, to his Patreons. Um, and that video, I skipped through it before, uh, really quick to see what it was. Uh, notified Greg, I'm like, dude, what the hell is this? Um, thought we agreed uh, to walk a certain path that did not happen. Um, I was like, okay, so we need to address this because this is going to be trouble. This will not remain contained since it's already in my DMs. And he was like, fuck, is it already in your DM? Yes, it's already in my DM. So from then on, um, been email, sorry, been emailing, been DMing people, some community seniors, uh, the admin group. Um, and that was Monday night, 10 o'clock. 12 hours later, <laughs> the video ended up on, uh, on Twitter and uh, the rest is public knowledge. Um, This is the chain of events um, to the best of my knowledge and, and, and as honest and straightforward as I can explain it. I don't feel like analyzing motives. Um, I don't like guessing why um, Greg did what he did. I think that is not up to me. It's uh, I can't see in his head. Um, I didn't like that he, and I said this to him literally, that he broke rank. He decided to go a specific route. Um, b- b- before whatever. Um, we spoke about this. Um, he, he told me he was sorry about how that went. Um, we both wanted the truth. That's where it started. We wanted to know, is this really right now what we are invested in? Is this literally um, how, how it is now? Mm-hmm. We both couldn't believe that. And that was what we discussed before he released the video. And we're like, okay, we need to get to the bottom of this. Um, like I said, and the rest is, uh, the rest is history. Um, I- and I think just my perspective in this mm-hmm. was, okay, no matter how we, well, actually, I, I did have a clear idea how to do it. Um, but we needed to act. That that, that was my initial yeah. response. We needed to do something. Uh, and 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 well, Greg and you had well different opinions on how to do it. And no, we did <laughs> it. Going going we all. A, we had a different execution, but the plan was the same. Yeah, same plan, different execution, brilliant yeah. execution because of how it went. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it felt I like tried. going to casino and and putting everything on black. 
uh, but it worked. Hey, uh, shall we go into the material yeah. for a bit and, yeah. and show our viewers what we saw and wh why it caused all this fuss uh, yeah. in, in the community? Oh, okay. you, you found it as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, guys. Uh, uh, could, you, could you make it like full screen? Now I'm... Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, since you guys are all um, English speakers, I'm and then, just going to... Kind of close the, the window on the right. Just give us a full screen, Jorna. That would be nice if you can. Ah, uh, oh, never mind. Never mind. This never is mind. a free version. I can. Uh, okay, I, I do have the full for. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's okay. I'm gonna take you through. I'm just gonna read as much of it right now, so you can hear it verbatim. There's, to my knowledge, no edit of the email themselves. The names are blurred out. You can see times are still there. These are excerpts from um, Zendesk. So the the, the customer service program and I copy pasted them in here because I got them in an email and I don't want to dox my email, uh, Greg's email and also from the Anon. I hope you guys understand. Um, in the end, everything, nearly just about everything that is being said and written here is false. It is debunked. This is for your viewing entertainment and information and understanding. So here we go. X starts with, I'm aware that there is Overledger Enterprise, which I believe would be an instance of Overledger run in a network private to a specific client. And then there's the public Overledger network, which will begin with gateways operated by Quant and expand later. Is the public Overledger network currently serving Quant network clients or is it only Overledger Enterprise running for now? If the public network is in operation, is Quant being used for licenses with QNT being locked up for the duration of the license? Thanks. Pretty basic question. Um, we get it all the time. Carlo Colista, the man we spoke about earlier, uh, his, his, his CV will come after this. He responded, hi, you, your understanding of Overledger Enterprise is correct. The public instance of Overledger is fully live. It can be used now. It is free on testnet. It costs 100 GBP to be paid in QNT on mainnet. For privacy reasons, we cannot disclose customer using Overledger public slash enterprise QTs are used only to pay Overledger Public on mainnet. They are not locked up. They are used for a normal payment. QTs not used for anything else. Um, from this man. And this goes against everything we knew. This man's reputation made this plausible. Even though Gilbert has been saying the same thing for four years, even though we have done research and we have been preaching the tokenomics for what over seven months now, eight months, exactly. And and um, the, the moment I heard the person behind it, that was the moment that my heart skipped a beat and I, my stomach was playing. My stomach has plays a key role in my investment decisions. I noticed, but that's a counter just... indicator. My my counter in that you have all apparently. Uh, I got shocked. I was like, okay, okay. So that's bad. That's 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 quite bad. That the person that is responding. On the other end, if you read this critically, that was also that was one of my later responses. Like it's riddled with typos. It's riddled even with grammatical errors. Something is odd. Something is off in this communication, and and that that annoyed me. So. And that's also the point I've made in the Dutch episode. And we're now going sideways all the time. But no, that's okay. If, if this is 
one of the central figure. Could you grab this LinkedIn while we're uh, while I'm uh, giving my uh, I'm preaching to the mm. ch- ch- how do you say the chore chore core pre- my, my preach to the you know preaching to the choir preaching to the choir yeah well, I'm doing that. Um, I said, well, if this is your head of customer services, client, client services, services. Uh, that's pretty bad. Uh, you, you would expect someone in such a position to kind of speak English normally, or at least being able to write normally. <laughs> this is, uh, I don't expect it to be riddled with mistakes. Uh, I mean, that's weird, right? It is. It yeah. is. And, and, and my thinking was that this was that he was talking about public overledger, which which he most likely was. He was not talking about enterprise with the 100 GBP fee. Um, so I could somewhere in my in my mind imagine that it would have possibly only been for public OVN. Also, gateways are obviously public OVN, not enterprise. So it could have been that there have been changes, maybe. Wouldn't be um, logical. But it could be possible, maybe regulation, maybe whatever. Um, and, and we'll get onto on those things later because there are arguments for that to think that as well. Um, this is Carlo Colista, by the way, head of client services and delivery at Quant. Um, Carlo, if you're watching, change that shit. You're gone ever since the beginning of July. Um, but it still reads he is currently employed by Quant. He worked as a delivery lead. Uh, at Netcracker, he worked at Accenture full-time for 10 years as a project manager and delivery lead. Um, he worked for IBM as a customer support engineer. This also made the customer support role plausible. Been to university, has a computer science degree, and um, yeah. So th- this, this looked pretty legit. You would expect someone in such... A position with this kind of resume to to know what he's talking about. Yeah, at so, least I, I don't know what they do with companies nowadays, but I, I I do expect people to actually know what they're doing. I mean, continue. I'm a DJ myself. But... <laughs> Continuing, the anon asks, "Are you familiar with the apparent misconception that Q and T would be locked up for the duration of a license?" Also. I had the impression that a user would pay for overledger network services in fiat, which would be automatically converted into Q&T. Is that anywhere close to how it works? Or is it just that a user must buy Q&T to pay for services? So here you can see the disconnect, my argument, uh, between the anon. He's asking for enterprise, while Carlo here is now asking for public. And, and this, in hindsight, is obviously a very good um, indicator for that Carlo has no clue what he's talking about. Captain Hindsight here. So Carlo Callista responds, Hi, X, we are not familiar with this misconception. Where does it come from? If it comes from one of our channels, please let us know. We'll rectify our communication. At the minute, you cannot pay in, over, in overledger license in fiat but only in Q&T. The fiat payments will come during the upcoming months. In other words, if you want to buy an overledger license, now to execute transactions on mainnet, you need to buy Q&Ts to pay for the license. Hope this clarifies. So this is kind of repeating of moves. 
Anon comes back. There's widely held belief that there is some locking of tokens related to license fees. See what I can find out. Also, there are instructions for community run over ledger network gateways on the quant site, but they don't make reference to locking QT tokens to get priority to have transactions routed to those gateways. Is that no longer in the plan for those gateways? Kalista says, hi, our plans for gateways are currently on hold. We are reviewing the entire strategy around these potential products. So entire strategy around these potential products. <coughs> Hindsight, products, they are integral to the decentralization of OVN. Without community-run gateways, the resilience of the network is um, not what it should be. They've no. planned it for, this for a decade, and um, he thought they were necessary then. And now they could potentially go off the table while the entire world right now is tweeting that the API gateway is the interoperability solution. On the other hand, to make the case for the emails, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Overledger is functioning right now and uh, yeah. we still don't have public gateways. We do have gateways though to, mm, to mm, add to the confusion, mm. but they are run internally by Quant itself. Yeah. So there, this entire email communication, it's like, it's plausible. Everything was plausible and that's and he, cont he continued, at the minute, there's no planned date for the launch, but please keep following our new website for the most up-to-date information. So this is a longer response. I'm not going to read this in its entirety, um, but X is posting a link to quantumnetwork.medium over the network marketplace. And he says uh, that they are talking here about uh, locking Q&T. He uses a couple of quotes. One is, for a user or multi-chain app, map, owner to join the Overledger network, they simply pay a non-refundable license fee and fund the payment channel from themselves to the treasury. The funds in the payment channel will remain locked for a set period after which the user can reclaim any remaining amount. End quote. New quote, after 12 months of the payment channel expiry, the locked up Q&T is returned to the treasury. Is this still how things are supposed to work or has that practice been reconsidered too? So this is indeed how we know the treasury works. Enterprise uses fiat, enterprise gets a license, quant converts it into Q&T, Q&T are locked for the duration being 12 months. And that was the end of it. Well, um, not really. Uh, he, he comes back again. I'm still looking for clarification of this. Was the removal of the article I shared a coincidence? And Carlo comes back. Hi, it's not a coincidence. We removed the articles thanks to your ticket. We are trying to remove all the articles from the past that are no longer actual and might generate misunderstandings. I can confirm that the 100 GBP to be paid in Q&T for the Overledger license or payment and won't be refunded. So he's back to the community. Uh, public OVN again. <laughs> While the Anon was uh, clearly talking about a broader spectrum, in my opinion. So, Anon comes back. Thanks for confirmation about the deletion. Um, he is now narrowing down um, for time reasons. I will not read the entirety of this as well for either. Uh, but he says, as the now deleted article stated, at one time there was a plan for large clients to establish a payment channel prepaid with Q&T, which would be locked up for 12 months and would then be returned to the treasury. Is that no longer the case? Two, is there any 
part of the plan for the use of QNT, which requires it to be locked up. And three, I understand that currently QNT must be purchased to pay for overledger network services. I also understand that in the future, it will become possible to purchase overledger network services with fiat instead of QNT in an earlier version of the plan. Then even in such a case, when fiat was received, there would be an automated purchase of QNT with that fiat. Is that still an expectation when clients are able to pay in fiat or will it be a transaction that does not involve QNT in any part of the process? So the Anon gets it pretty much spot on of how it's supposed to be. Um, Carlo answers question one. Answer, this was never the case. You can use your QNT to buy access to Overledger and use mainnet. Tesseract remains free. Two, is there any plan to use the QNT to be locked up? No. Three, understand that currently quant must be purchased uh, to pay for overledger and in the future it will be with fiat answer correct so Anon comes back please read the entire question last part was most important um, is this still an expectation and carlo responds in the current scenario you can pay overledger subscription only in qnt in the near future you'll be able to pay with qnt or fiat answer clearly in the future you'll be able to buy an overledger license without the need of owning qnt this is currently the plan keep referring to the announcement on the quant website so um there were some other emails in between and before and after um which were just fluff which were not interesting <laughs> didn't add to the discussion but looking at this in hindsight it's obvious that there is something wrong at that time um with the cv of carlo in the back of our minds this begged to be investigated because if this would have been what it is um that would have serious implications to many people probably but Utility has been visible on chain for months, and in my opinion, last year as well. These are some counter arguments. What we see with the wallets is not, according to Hungarian, Sebastian, myself, other people, including Greg, is not organic. It is not possible for a regular Coinbase user to do so many transactions within one minute with equal numbers of QNT. It is simply um, technologically not possible to click that quickly. So there has to be an automation in play. Um, same goes for the numbers. They add up the nice round numbers. If you put in, uh, if, if you calculate the amount of QNT with the price, we made a video on this. Also, if you think about the tokenomics that were always presented, enterprise buys a license. They pay in Q, uh, sorry, they pay in fiat. Quant gets fiat. They buy QNT. If they do not lock the QNT, what do they do with it? There, there's mm -hmm. an information gap there. If they don't have to buy QNT and they can just keep uh, the fiat, what are the on-chain activities that we're seeing? Greg speculated payment channels. He discussed this with, uh, um, with, with, with another community member as well, thought the same. Uh, so that could potentially explain it. 
but the entire revenue model for quant is that they get paid a license they quote unquote market buy tokens it's not really a market buy i think i think they're market making in a way but we have no evidence tokens get locked because of the locking of the tokens scarcity increases and um the idea is that price goes up when the tokens are locked the next year. They have a nice little profit that they mm. can sell the tokens for um, on top of the, the license. So they actually get paid more for a single license given that the price goes up. Um, but if that entire mechanic falls away, what, what would be the, the, the revenue stream for them? It, it, yeah, so yeah. That, that kind of did, didn't make sense. Tim, please respond. I'm having a short throat yeah. now. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to process everything that, that happened. And um, look, m my understanding of, of, of these emails uh, was kind of, well, double-sided here. Um, first, we had the question of um, uh, the utility, right? So that, that is the first part where Colista says, well, besides payments, uh, there is no further uh, utility. Now, that really bothered me. Uh, and, and then the first question there was, okay, um, uh, that what kind of utility are we talking about here? Is, is there a misconception about enterprise uh, overledger and the public side of it. Um, and, and we weren't clear clear and sure about that first. We didn't know uh, because the, 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 the email also talks about um, uh, enterprise and then Colista says, well, we cannot really say anything. Uh, I didn't really want to talk about it. And it could have been that they implicitly went on, well, public OVN while keeping enterprise out of the picture so that was my first doubt and then the second thing is is regarding the lockups right with mm -hmm. and and the entire story you just told with licenses being locked up and i think the our consensus during that well initial analysis we had over the weekend uh well the two of us at least and it was kind of that it's not necessarily licenses being uh, locked up then, but that doesn't rule out the on-chain activity, and that could very well be the payment channels that we have, or gateways, I guess. But the enterprise gateways where stuff gets locked up because, well, Overledger still needs to run. So the, 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 there was a lot of confusion there, and um, <laughs> just combined with, with Colista's function and, 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 and the the, well, the, the the messy quality of of, of writing the, the 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 well the documents the emails it was very very fussy and um, I just didn't really know what to think of it I didn't really clear up my mind and then before I did uh, well reality took over <laughs> and uh, I was just processing everything as as the the storm unfolded uh, on Tuesday yeah so that's kind of my perspective on this I I didn't have any time to process. And as you might know, I'm quite slow to learn. So I usually take something from all angles and I couldn't do that now. Yeah. Well, there were people that traded it 
um, when this uh, when this video got released. Apparently, um, to a dog group or something like that, some people mm. uh, were bragging about that, that is Scoop's uh, uh, group, uh, Little Dogs. It's called. Okay. Yeah. I actually, got booted from it because I was inactive uh, back in. Yeah, actually, Scoop just asked me very friendly, "Hey, I see you're a part of the group, but you're not really." Uh, um, contributing, so is it okay for you to? Uh, it, it, well, if I, uh, well, throw you out, and so I can invite other people in, and I said, well, that's fine, that's uh, that's okay. It, it, it crossed my mind when I first read this. That's how bad it was. I want to reiterate that. Um, it crossed my mind that okay, if this is true, um, should I do anything with this? And I said that to Greg, and Greg and I discussed this. And we both agreed that the writing of the utility was already on the wall. And we concluded that the lockups and, and, and history will now prove this. We concluded that, that the token utility was there regardless of what they called it, because we also figured, okay, it could very well be that they can no longer call it lockups, but they're calling it vesting or some other fluffy, shitty thing. Uh, exactly. That, that, that's an extra discussion that, that entered. Like... Yeah, because we, we were trying to cope as well. And, and and everybody is also always making the SEC the boogeyman. So maybe Gilbert knew some new regulation. That was our the narrative, SEC. right? Yeah. So our narrative Going for your crypto. Maybe they had Dude. a regulation coming up and they, they needed to change some things for the public instance that could also explain where everything was postponed and delayed and stuff. So in our minds, we were actually creating this nice little sandcastle or whatever you want to call it, this castle of, of coping. Um, but we both concluded, both Greg and I, that you, we shouldn't trade this because the utility is a thing. Uh, when we look at last year, we look at this year. Um, so we didn't. And um, I'm a shitty trader anyway. So uh, I, I, I'm glad I didn't. Uh, <laughs> After the video dropped uh, on Twitter, um, really quickly, Gilbert showed up in May within like two hours and debunked the entire thing. Um, well, I might add, uh, putting a lid on everything and everybody could potentially live happily ever after were it not that now... Um, Greg um, is in a pretty awkward position. Um, admins are meh. And we'll have to see how this will end. Um, the community is probably over it already, as far as I've seen. Um, I want to urge everybody, um, you can have an opinion. You can have an opinion on everything. I have an opinion on everything. As you well know, that's why I'm a freaking talk show host. <laughs> but be careful with your judgment. Be careful with your projections. Be careful with your assumptions. It is really easy to shun somebody um, because you think someone did what he did because of certain reasons you do not know. As you guys know, uh, I'm a psychologist. First thing you learn is leave all your assumptions, projections, and your remarks at home. You have no clue what somebody else thinks or why somebody else does it. 
You have to ask them, and when they respond, you have to do it with what they tell you, and 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 that is the end of it. So I want to urge everybody, um, move on with your life. It is over. We have information now that whatever happened, um, what was said by customer service was wrong. Gilbert has not been lying to us for the last four or five years. Gilbert or he master did. Plan that he created He's fake. In, two, in 2008, 2009 is, is still in effect. And um, it is working out brilliantly, as you will see out, see later in the show. Do not go on the negativity route to either me or Greg or, or admins or whatever. Um, let's move on. Is my yeah. request. Yeah, and but before we move on, and we welcome uh, Boss uh, to the show. Uh, <laughs> welcome. Can you make the sound? Oh, you're gonna make the sound again tonight, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, before we welcome, uh, before we welcome Boss to the show, um, I want to quickly point one thing out because that was a very sharp observation by Shield, who is doing God's work, literally, um, <laughs> by helping us. What? The face you are not just made. I'm, I'm I'm confused. I think someone will turn that into what, a gif. Was that blasphemy? Oh, I'm sorry. God's God. work. Oh, uh, are we getting demonetized now? No. I don't know. Um, uh, what he pointed <laughs> out is that, well, uh, in the period that Colista was there, the articles on Medium, the YouTube channel, and everything uh, got deleted. And um, we don't really know why. Could be very well be that Kalista was right, uh, because they might indeed be reanalyzing their strategy, mm. or he messed up and just deleted it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, whatever happened there. <laughs> so, so you mean you mean it's lost forever? Like they they didn't uh, make backups. He just go went. I'm I'm not saying they don't didn't make backups, but it's still it's still deleted. Yeah, which is kind of a shame. Yeah, and our hypothesis within the community was okay. A lot of uh, example, a lot of terminology was is old now. You know, we're talking about maps. There are now MDAPs. Um, the um, company developed much further than its initial scope. They have created much more, and it's it's much broader, wider, deeper, everything. Um, so potentially, they also wanted the, everything in the new branding. And and they just want to make everything like the Quamfi show. They, they took us as an example, getting a nice uniform brand, uh, a, a fresh air of professionality. And uh, maybe they went that route and that was the reason why they removed it. Um, now we know it is not necessarily the case. But still, um, they're gone. Everything is well. Token is needed anyway. And... Uh, we have uh, we have boss right here. Yeah, exactly how, at the time you, we. Uh, how are you feeling, boss? Base, you are. Ah, oh, you're not good. Yeah, I actually uh, was uh, about to unmute, but I couldn't because I was coughing. So mm. I'm I'm actually doing pretty horrible currently. Oh, fuck, man. Uh, it's hitting me harder than I uh, hoped. Uh -oh. I, I got the COVID uh, positivity. Uh, <laughs> challenge um i lost my uh, sense of smell and taste today and that's uh, oh, actually 
weirding me out. It's like uh, it's a little bit messing with my head. It is stressing me out in a weird way. It it should be okay, right? So I'm not too uh, too miffed, but it is actually strange how uh, my mind is responding to no no smell, no taste. That is so weird. Those are two senses that is that are like so dominant in our everyday life, without without us actually even <laughs> knowing it for the vast majority of the time. And indeed, when they leave, you're like, wait, what? What? Why did I taste it? <laughs> Tabasco, Tabasco, Tabasco. And it doesn't even hurt. <laughs> I went for coffee beans uh, as a first test. I was like, hmm, I don't I don't smell anything. So I went to the cupboard, got some coffee beans, and I took a big, big whiff and <laughs> no results at all. <laughs> no wow. smell at all. Oh, wow. Savage. Savage. But I'm, I'm glad you're here, man. Hardcore. Take care, uh, boss. Uh, it, it, it's serious. Uh, hope you're uh, Hope you're okay. And the upside yeah. is that I have a lot of time on my hands to mess around with all the things. And uh, either Nadel or Fordel. Either Fordel or Nadel. Mm. Well, okay. Sure. So, well, welcome to the show. Uh, glad you're here again. Um, you really added an amazing part uh, in the last Dutch uh, show where you, you went into uh, NFTs. Ah, he's not doing it. Nice. Uh, and and, and, oh. and you, you were choking... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and you were showcasing, uh, well, how it would work. Uh, QRC721, is that how I pronounce it correctly? And, uh, and you gave 721, yeah. Uh, and, and you gave us 721. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and you were giving us a showcase of, of what it would look like in the case of uh, airline royalty points, where we, uh, well, literally uh, swapped. Those points for a for an NFT on uh, Postman. Yeah. We'll so, do uh, it again, but uh, let's I'm do sure. it again, but then in English. Uh, uh, we'll try. Did you already cover the the update uh, in general? No, the open. No, we have so, so we need to start let, there actually. Yeah. Let me let me bring that up and and That's run awesome. through it really quickly because Quant tweeted Overledger release two point two point eleven now connects to Hyperledger Fabric. An enterprise-grade permission blockchain platform. Read more at quantnetwork slash news slash overledger. Thread below. Hashtag the future of finance today at Hyperledger. Hashtag blockchain. Hashtag Hyperledger fabric. Tweet two. Overledger users can now interact with a dedicated Hyperledger fabric network in a sandbox environment and use Overledger APIs to submit transactions and perform block searches. Hyperledger Fabric is intended as a foundation for developing applications and solutions with a modular architecture. It has a versatile design that suits a wide range of industry use cases, especially in supply chain management and financial services. We're using AWS, that's Amazon Web Services, managed blockchain services to host our Hyperledger Fabric sandbox network. And Hyperledger Tweeted, check Hyperledger member, Quant Network's newest Overledger release. With this release, Overledger users can interact with a dedicated Hyperledger fabric network in a sandbox environment and use Overledger APIs to submit transactions and perform block searches. And there is an article. Boss, do you want me to move to the 
Uh, I would get, actually appreciate it because I'm um, going to get a token to to uh, help cool. with the showcase, but it is actually not working currently. So uh, I, I'll need a few seconds. That's <laughs> You'll okay. walk That's through okay. this. Yeah. <laughs> so if we're looking on the website, you can see kind of the same as that I just read. This really supports interactions with Hyperledger Fabric in a sandbox environment. Um, you can perform uh, submit transactions for block searches. Hyperledger Fabric is intended as a foundation for developing applications and solutions with a modular architecture. Uh, this release also contains a use case for a customer loyalty program. For this, we have deployed extended versions of QRC, QRC20 Tier 1 smart contracts and QRC721 Tier 1 smart contracts for NFTs in the sandbox environment. Users can submit transactions using an appropriate QRC token for loyalty and flight rewards. So if we hop to the release notes right here, uh, you can read the same little bit. And um, then you can see every time users register an MDAP to Overledger, the MDAP will automatically registered, will be automatically registered, apologies, and enroll in Quant's Hyperledger Fabric Sandbox. Note that we have enrolled previously registered MDAPs in Overledger. The location to supply in your API request to reach the Hyperledger Fabric Quant Sandbox is, and I would not know how to read this, so I won't. But this is code. I, I'm just going to try. Quote, location, quote, colon, and then a strange, I, I don't know how to call this. I'm going to look this up because we were struggling with this the other day. Does this work like this? Name it. What are you, what are you I want doing? To know, I want to know what you call a thing like this. How does it call? It, it's like a pointed bracket. Squirrely bracket. Squirrely bracket. I cannot pronounce it currently. A squirrely bracket. I like that. So it's, <laughs> I it's think I figured of, out my part, by the way. It, it's, it's a summary thing. So, are, are we not okay. talking about squirrely brackets? Yes, yeah. we are. Yes, oh dear. Because it's, it's, it's this squirrely bracket. So, squirrely bracket, quote, technology, end quote, colon, space, uh, hyperledger, <laughs> space, fabric, space. If you quote, like this content, comma. make sure to subscribe. Uh, press uh, the I, notification bell. I appreciate us. you uh, trying Leave to give me some time, uh, Jarno. Uh, <laughs> I and love you. You are ready now to reach out uh, to us on Telegram, Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> you actually did uh, touch on, on on a few important parts, right? So uh, I cannot yeah. see Jarno's screen anymore, but uh, yeah. he mentioned, uh, or he mentioned that in the update there's a Quant Hyperledger Fabric sandbox instance available, mm -hmm. and that all registered MDAP have access to a few uh, contracts, in this case, uh, example contracting QRC20 when it uh, comes to loyalty points, and a QR721 contract that manages an NFT, which is acting as a flight oh. reward. Um, while reading through the uh, release notes, he prob you know, probably skipped the link to the tutorial, uh, but from this point, I might be able to take over the screen if Tim uh, already oh. gave me the rights. I I haven't. I'm sorry for that. Uh, okay, I, I give you a few seconds. But uh, leave a comment. Known... What is a scurly bracket named, please? <laughs> sorry, Honestly, yeah. 
I think I think it's a squirrely record. I'll go Google, guys. I don't know. Or is it curly bracket? Maybe it's a uh, uh... curly bracket. Yeah, an accolade. A curly bracket is an accolade. Yeah. And in this case, it's a uh, it, it's bo- it borders off some JSON data, but uh, okay, that uh, that's n- neither here or nor there. Let me see if I can do Sorry. the screen share. I think it's desktop two share. There you go. And yes, I cannot see my mouse. Oh, I can see it now. All right, it's in so... your right hand, most likely. Yeah, yeah. First time using an ex- external screen with uh, this stuff. Nice, um, professional man. So uh, the use case that they shared, right? Uh, the example use case, a, a loyalty pro- program use case. Uh, I think you already touched on parts. And uh, what I did I, is I followed uh, all the text here to g- gain a little bit of a better understanding, but also to set up all the requests that they are uh, explaining here in order to be able to showcase some interaction with QRC20 tokens and ultimately a QRC721 token. Last so two seconds. I... Everything that's in the background, is that undoxed? Is that all publicly viewable? Do not click uh, it now. Uh, so there's no more background here now? No, I'm wondering if I'll, if the tabs that are in your background are uh, all the, suitable the tabs, to share. Yeah, they should be okay. This Behind is... your web browser as well? You can see behind my web browser. No, now? right, not right now. But if you actually, uh, we click should. This. Okay. Uh, ho- we hopefully should be okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's good, good enough for me. Otherwise, I'll edit it out. Thank you so much. Please uh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I- I've set up all the requests here in uh, in Postman, so we can walk through the little um, use case uh, over here. Uh, it's important to note in order to uh, communicate with Overledger, we need to be authorized. So I've set up an authorization token um, and we're passing some data, f- uh, a post request to a URL. Uh, normally, you'll ba- you'll make a system or a web app or uh, a-, a document management system that does this stuff. This is just the easiest way for us to post to the transaction or post to the API and get some returns, right? So this is yeah. just easy to, to showcase. The top part is what we are passing to the to the URL in, in JSON format, and the bottom part is the request. So we'll Boss, resend. I'm sorry for interrupting. I have a suggestion because yesterday, Tim and I had some questions. Maybe you can give a real-life example first and, 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 and then go through the text so people have a visual understanding of what is going on. Is that okay? Okay, uh, sure. So my MDAP is in in this example is actually uh, registered and my MDAP ID is also acting as a ID uh, for a user. So in this case, I am a user of a, uh, let's call it um, an airliner. And every time I fly, I will gain some loyalty points. Those loyalty points will be added to my ID, to my account on the Hyperledger uh, DLT. Yeah? So it's a blockchain. Um, 
And if we check how many loyalty points my current ID has, we can actually send this request to Overledger. We can actually see it. But so in this example, I'm a user. I took a flight. We are going to uh, get some points. And in the end, we're going to uh, exchange some of the, these points to get a flight reward. And in this example, it can work as a flight reward that allows for a bigger discount on your next booking. That's pretty much a simple uh, okay. use So case. the loyalty points are QRC20 tokens? <laughs> Correct. And the uh, the rewards are... Your, your voice, your your mic. Do you hear that too, boss? Yes, sir. Yeah. Part... So weird. Okay, is my voice still weird? No. Okay. Always okay. weird. Annoying, yeah. Can't figure out what this is. Anyway, and you can then exchange those QRC20 loyalty points for an NFT, the QRC721 NFT, and you can use that and you can program that to do whatever you want, technically. So you can, your example, give people a discount. So you can exchange 100 or 200 points for a discount. So that's a real yeah. life use case. Yes, and this is not a use case I came up with. It is actually a pretty logical mm -hmm. example, but this is something that Quant is now sharing uh, via their release notes uh, as a link to GitHub where people can actually go and follow this this type of stuff. Probably mm -hmm. not interesting for most users, quite interesting for people trying to build stuff with the Overledger API. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's let's first start with trying to see if my MDAP is registered or like my account exists in the Overledger Hyperledger Fabric <laughs> instance, sorry. Uh, mm -hmm. And in order to do that, we need to send a request to Overledger. Overledger works in a request and execute type of uh, matter. So first we have a request and then we need to actually um, go uh, and, and tell Overledger that we allow this request and this request is uh, giving us an ID, but it's also giving us a gateway fee in the amount of, this case, zero for a token QNT. So every it's week... Gateway fee <laughs> QNT. So every request we're making on the overledger returns a request ID and gives us a fee that we need to be paying in QNT. So in uh, this case, test ID, so no uh, uh, real amount, but we are going to execute this request ID, uh, ID. So we're pasting in the value they just returned to us and we can send it over to, oh, I uh, probably didn't do it correctly. Whoops. Uh, now I did paste it in, and now we're going to see if we execute this request ID, what is going to happen. So we interacted again with Hyperledger Fabric Quant Sandbox. We interacted with a smart contract with the loyalty point smart contract, and it is returning us an ID and a value that is a string. So my tokens, I have 600 of the loyalty QRC20 tokens that are, let's say, uh, connected to my ID uh, on this loyalty points system. Yeah, and normally what Bus is now doing manually, you would simply book a flight, hop on the flight. When your flight lands, this automatically exactly. gets executed. So what we are manually clicking and copy-pasting now, that would then obviously be 
an automatic thing, same as your freaking flyer miles. So we just saw I have 600 points and I'm now taking a flight from Amsterdam to Berlin and I am uh, uh, getting 100 extra points uh, because I took another flight. So now we're invoking the request loyalty points part of the smart contract and we can actually get the uh, request ID and the cost and execute it again by pasting in the correct value here. Again, like Jarno mentioned, this is normally all automatic, but for the sake of uh, show and tell, this is actually working quite well. So I finished my flight. I uh, the, the system posted a request and uh, executed the request. And now the uh, overledger talked to the smart contract and we got a successful return with a code uh, for the transaction ID and some description, right? Timestamp description. This should mean that if we now check if my uh, loyalty points balance is updated, uh, that we should have gained 100 of these new tokens. And yeah. we, we can see it. We had 600 previously. Correct. And oh, you'll yeah. see. 700! So... Uh, the system works. Overledger works now. <laughs> no, but the, the, uh, talking to uh, the smart contracts, the QRC20 contract works. Um, so now we see we have 700 of these uh, uh, little tokens. We're going to go to the redeem loyalty uh, um, part of this little show and tell. Again, we're going to pass some data. We're going to invoke another part of the contract. Again, uh, we are going to pass an ID, and uh, in this case, we're flying from uh, Amsterdam uh, to no, Athens, works for me. And uh, we're going to want to have a random token, so I'm just uh, changing uh, a little value for this token string, but because an NFT can only exist once. Oh. Since I've been messing around with uh, the NFTs, I need to change this value a little bit. So um, let's say uh, I, I take my phone, I open the airliner app and I say, okay, I'm going to exchange 100 of these uh, loyalty points to get a flight reward that mentions that I can get a discount from Amsterdam to Athens on this and this date or whatever type of function the airliner is making available to me. The app, uh, the airliner system will then send a request to Overledger they will need to decide, is it worth it to pay a overledger fee, a gateway fee in Q&T? If they are uh, deeming it uh, a good deal, they can actually send an authorization to the request, which will in again invoke a smart contract. But this time it will invoke a QRC721 smart contract, example contract. So now uh, this is uh, the result that... 100 of my tokens are now exchanged for one extra flight reward. We didn't start by checking the number of flight rewards I've currently added to my uh, little MDAP ID, but uh, I can promise you it will be one more right now after pasting in the execution value or the request ID. And we'll see that I by now have done this little show and tell around seven times yesterday when we did it it was uh, six or five i think so now it's a seven um which is all actually pretty fun right because don't forget this stuff 
type uh, this de declaration to which DLT you're talking to is super easily changeable, right? So we can actually uh, hyperledger fabric, and I think it's called Sandbox. Uh, so now we're actually polling uh, overledger to get the last block on the Hyperledger Fabric Quant Sandbox instance, uh, providing I put in the, the descript description correctly. We got a timeout, which is actually also pretty strange. Let me see, maybe I was. What is so interesting to me is if you look at uh, this example with a flight, a flight is how many passengers? 150 to 300 or mm -hmm. something? That means that there is at least 600. Um, um, mutations on the network if everybody is using this flight reward system. And uh, possibly, but they can also roll it into one bigger request, right? Because you can pass arrays of data uh, and mm -hmm. this is not probably not the, the right time for this discussion, but I see it as a real possibility that not every single transaction has to be made as a single transaction. I think there no, will be the quite a few... Network, you mean. Exactly. There will be quite yeah. a few roll-up possibilities to pull the transaction and then actually... Uh... But will they do this then still on their internal Overledger instance? Because that also counts as transactions, doesn't it? Uh, that, that's that, that's it, above it my pay grade. <laughs> yeah, it won't use gateways. But, but for me, the interesting thing to round out this little little show is that mm -hmm. you can actually see that we now uh, searched for the latest block on Hyperledger Quant Sandbox instance. We'll get uh, we get a nice return from Overledger. Actually, uh, a pretty cool return in itself because this is the first time we're seeing that some of that arbitrary data that they're using to check stuff. But that's also something for a different different time but this is actually a super interesting uh, uh return that the api is giving us but now we're checking hyperledger fabric right what, what we can do because overledger is so awesome and here's the three lines of code thing that everybody keeps telling if you change just a few elements we can actually uh robston i think testnet uh, forgive me i didn't uh no, don't know these by heart, but I think we're now polling. Yes, we're now talking to Ethereum, uh, Robston testnet, and we now got to the result of the last block idea there. So we can also check out uh, Bitcoin. And this is what is super interesting, because if you do, if you realize that it is so easy to change DLTs by just changing this little part in your code and overlet your abstracts the rest of the request and makes it happen that now all of a sudden we get the last block on the Bitcoin uh, blockchain. This is what is super interesting when you're combining it with uh, smart contracts and interoperable coins. And um, it's all so much more portable this way than it is mm. when, when hard coding all this stuff yourself and having to deal with all the little quirks and features of uh, their relevant languages and DLTs. Love it. Um, so I think I can stop sharing my screen before I do show something that is not the... Uh... <laughs> Nudes! <laughs> oh, your uh, vacation picture. 
Uh, I'm first going to cough for five minutes now, so please take it away. Yeah. Thanks, uh, uh, boss, no, very it, much it, for it, this. Thanks, boss. I was kind of silent during your entire showcase uh, because, well, frankly, I have no clue what is technically going on, and I just leave that to all the developers in our community. Uh, but I can do say a few things, and and one of the and that's me as a total noob, uh, because well, we were on Postman, I think. Uh, yes, sir. Not sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and if you look at at the codes that you were working with doing those transactions, I saw a little thing called gateway fee. So that means that gateways were in fact actually part mm-hmm. of Overledger, which is positive because I still have idiots thinking that gateways will never be a thing. And no, but let uh, me re- reiterate, right? Uh, Every uh, oh. transaction on on Overledger is in. Pretty much, there are there are auto execute exceptions, or not even exceptions, but then you roll two features into one. But pretty much, it's all request or like prepare and execute. So first, you'll uh, ask Overledger to prepare a transaction for you. Overledger will return a response to you, telling you, "Okay, we can do this. We can do this under this name, this request ID, and it's going to cost you." X amount in QNT as a fee, right? And that goes for every single transaction that is being pushed through that system. And yeah. of course, you can have logic in your system. So you can automatically allow any transaction below whatever type of uh, number you set for QNT. So you don't have to be in Postman all the time or copy pasting some request ideas. Again, this is just the easiest way to to show you this type of stuff. But again, mm-hmm. every transaction will return a request ID and a fee. And then your app, your MDAP or whatever will have to tell Overledger yes or no. Yeah. yeah that's absolutely fascinating. Uh, because still people that what's going on, but this is hard proof. And, and and that's a good thing because also with those NFTs, uh, I mean, I forget that it's part of a vertical that we're in. I, I don't know if Jordan has anything to say about this because I'm just sticking on the general lines. It's like my mind cannot comprehend what Overlet is all capable of. But... It can do everything, Sorry. actually. Yeah. Right? Mm. It can literally do everything if you just tell it to. Uh... <clears throat> Well, think... it can utilize all the all the things, which is super cool. So yeah. it can it can do a lot of things itself. But what what's way way more important? It unlocks all the other legacy, but also modern systems uh, uh, to uh, benefit from the, the the possibilities those systems give you. Right. So that is the cool part of it. Hopefully. So... So if I understand it correctly, then I mean that's the point. The Overledger is an operating system, so you could literally program any kind of thing on it if you want. You can mm-hmm. use DLT or whatever as underlying uh, network. Is that correct? Uh, uh, sort of. It is. It is the the interoperability component, right? So okay. you oh. you will need different languages, different stuff uh, to build a, a blanket term, whatever you want, right? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, it is actually super interesting and uh, working pretty well. And I just wanted to show people a little bit of the interaction because 
so a lot of people have heard of an API, right? But I'm not quite sure that most of uh, uh, the, the holders even realize how an API works or what it is exactly or... Uh, of course not. No, no, and it is not super needed, but it's also sometimes nice to get to, to see a few examples or uh, have someone show you a parallel between a popular service or something like a Twitter app. If you want to, you guys are quite active on the Twitter, right? Twitter mm -hmm. is a, a, sur a service. Uh, you can go to twitter.com and post a little update. But you can also do something from your phone or have a Telegram bot or whatever. And the Telegram bot that is posting to Twitter, that is actually using an API, right? So it is doing a similar thing that that we are we just did with Overledger. So Overledger works pretty similarly to Twitter in this regard, so that you can uh, use the API to interact with. Uh, with that system and have it do stuff. Uh, if you tweet, then it will post a little text message on the website, but it can also uh, invoke smart contracts, uh, send coins, uh, um, and add uh, stuff to the ledger in order for auditability. My head is spinning again, boss. You did it Sorry. again. <laughs> ah, it's okay. No, it's we'll, it's we'll great. Survive. Will survive and 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 um <clears throat> my question is here sorry it wasn't also not we just had a happy uh happy session before <laughs> i'm quite happy uh, i missed that i think no yeah yeah <laughs> no but uh, why is it that with overledger 2.211 uh you suddenly jumped on on the nfts because we knew that qrc 721 functionality was there before um so did the, the, the two to one add something? Um, uh, yeah, it did add the the the, the Hyperledger Fabric Quant Sandbox instance. So yeah. that allowed them to uh, uh, set up a few example contracts, like we interacted with just now, to to showcase some of those things. Right, um, mm. QRC seven twenty one has been a thing in Overledger. But it also has been a pretty badly supported thing. And every time I try to interact with it, it didn't really work out. And when talking to support, it mostly um, resulted in, well, maybe it's just not super baked right now. Uh, give, it a, give it a little bit. And then some of the uh, functionality actually uh, was removed. Um, in the previous... Uh, interface for let's call it what we now call tokenize we could actually uh, connect to that that interface from the developer id i think uh, yarno did as well you could um, create some qrc20 tokens or whatever from the developer part of uh, uh, the quantnet website uh, they created a totally new website tokenize uh, right now and i don't really? think uh, yeah you guys covered it right so that that's where the 9600 uh, thing oh no. okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. oh i think so you that's, said that's... a new website but it, it's no always... no sorry a new interface or whatever oh, yeah, 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 yeah. okay they created actually what i would consider a storefront in this uh, yeah. for this service uh, but again, I don't think there is uh, a lot of QRC721 mentioned uh, there or at all. So 
when I was walking through this tutorial, I was actually happy to see QRC721 for the first time uh, being uh, operational, uh, even though it be on a uh, uh, Hyperledger Fabric uh, testnet uh, mm. setup. But it is still pretty fun because I have been messing with all the little parts of Overledger that I can get my hands on. So everything new is fun and new to me. So, uh, yeah, that's why I, I jumped get on, in the candy a... store. Uh, we, we all have to pick or, or not battles, eh, but pick what we focus on. And for me, this mm. is not easiest because it's also super confusing for me. Yeah, let's be honest. But for me, this is more easy to focus on uh, than the challenges that you guys uh, seem to find yourself in every now and then, or <laughs> particularly this week. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. I love your consistency with, um, uh, uh, well, not looking at the charts, but just looking at what we can do with Overledger. Mm. Also did it during the hype cycle. Uh, I'm not sure if we discussed this in English, but yeah, that's for me, it's the easiest way to have my horizon five years out, right? Because all this short-term movement up or down, I really don't care. I... I want to see the big numbers, and till that time, uh, I'll keep myself busy with testing stuff like this, and maybe even trying to build other nice-looking examples. Uh, because I think, for me, it's it it is uh, quite um, funny to see that we uh, uh, are talking about a quite accessible technology, but pretty much nobody is ever touching this relatively simple technology uh, to toy with it right so i think we need more examples and we 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 might need some web apps or tools or toys that people can interact with overledger stuff it 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 just seems it appears to be really complicated and really daunting um also to me it 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 it, it strikes me as it is potentially a very large time investment to do it right and um i think that's that's for me the main deterrent that if i if i want to go in i have to go all in kind of that's what it, the way it feels to to grasp because i'm gonna need to learn a, a new language if you will i need to learn new skills i need to learn more proficiency uh with, with a new software a new program um and that's all manageable i mean i i i set up the gateways in the past but it's uh it just seems daunting to me and i don't know if other people feel the same uh, maybe they can throw us a comment about this why they haven't uh, engaged with the free course you can just sign up for free at the king's college london and, and maybe do. dive deeper or what was that I said, please do. Yes, please check yeah. out the Future Learn course. It's super interesting. Uh, uh, important note for me to make, Jarno. I do agree that for you, it's probably a little daunting and stuff like that. Uh, the whole point of Overledger is that it's actually lowering the uh, the, um, the tech need uh, quite a lot. So this is way easier than trying to implement, let's say, uh, uh, Ethereum, uh, Bitcoin, and XRP 
let's call it manually in your system. Uh, so you can do some transaction, not even cross those system, but uh, you can your system can talk to all three of those uh, DLTs. That is way harder to do without Overledger, like actually way, way, way harder to do than it is with Overledger. So uh, I, I am hopeful that there's also people watching that think, oh, wait, that is yeah. actually pretty fun to to be able to quickly change um uh, the location uh, of the network to Ethereum and Robson oh. Testnet instead of uh, Hyperledger Fabric uh, Quant Sandbox, right? Yeah, I I, I think there. <laughs> I hope there, there are people that, that find that interesting. Um, I pray to Gil that um, there will be a graphic user interface without uh, curly brackets, and <laughs> I can just. Do the same as with the Google Play Store. That'd be amazing. You can make it happen for you. <laughs> yeah, and and if it's not, I'm willing to learn. I want to run a gateway, so I'll I'll pick it up then. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's totally fair, right? Like I said, pick your battles. And honestly, you I think running a gateway will be a plug and play. Yeah, thing. It, it will I become agree. plug and play. I think at some point, if already the cures e. 20 uh well uh, interface is so simple to understand like hey okay what kind of token would you like to create what's the name how many do we need to mint uh just pay us 18k and uh here you go well yeah like your your the example that you're give, uh, giving that is already in existence right you yeah, realized yeah. it okay yeah. okay okay sorry it's like 10 or 15 clicks and uh yeah. and you can have your own stash of code of tokens yeah, for sure. I was distracted, so I was like, "Wait, uh, he, is he talking about something that I know like, no, exists?" No, no. Or what? You are well aware of this. Uh... Okay, okay. So, if you guys are okay, I want to move on to the next topic. Excellent. And this is Son. I just picked out Son. A lot of people tweeted today, um, and he tweets eight point two million professionals, and then bracketed regular brackets, mind you. Target group just got QNT promoted on LinkedIn. Fucking hell. Quote, quant doesn't do marketing. End quote. This is obviously a little bit of a sneer. What you can see here, Oracle has 8.225, sorry, 8,225,821 followers. And they, uh, they sent that message and it read our work with quant. Uh, with the hyperlink to Quant on blockchain technology is helping drive financial inclusion and digitization in Latin America. Fast Company with a hyperlink has the story and that's the LinkedIn story and we discussed this um, on a previous episode. What is also interesting is it is the main account of Oracle that has tweeted this. Our work with Quant Network. Quant Network tagged on blockchain technologies, helping drive financial, uh, etc., and the link to Fast Company. So, why is this interesting? Because this is the big Oracle, the real Oracle, the one that is on the Red Bull Formula One car, and not the we have all the Oracles as Chainlink claims. Um, this is one of the biggest software companies in the world. They have 800k following on Twitter and 8 million on LinkedIn. 
Um, I prefer the LinkedIn show personally, if I had to choose. I prefer a better should... microphone on your side, though. Do the thingy a bit again. What? Your sounds, it's a bit robotic. Hmm. Pretty annoying. Um, so yeah, Oracle, um, shout out to Quant. Really cool. Ah, oh, fucking off my game again because the goddamn microphone. Fucking no, up. it's fine. But the, uh, I just let you know. <laughs> yeah, that's it's okay. The, and, and it will actually fix it by pulling my shirt or does it fix itself by not, but by time? It, it fixes you as soon as you just touch it. You just play around with it. With it, and then it's fine again. Interesting. Maybe it's my fat stomach standing against my desk. I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, using digital currencies to unlock a continent. We have read this article in previous episodes. I'll put it in the description so you can find it for your reading and viewing pleasure. Let's see what we have here. We have six digital exchange, and they say, "quote Never let a good crisis go to waste." End quote. Let's invest in our future. What is needed for hashtag crypto and hashtag digital assets to take off? Send us your suggestions. And there are four options. One, everything is perfect. Two, reads more regulation. Three, reads real interoperability. Four, reads something else. Comment below. Let me refresh this. And 250 votes right now. 84% says real interoperability. This is another wink in the Quamrad's minds to Quant. They did this in the past when they also had a multiple choice question. And one of the answers was interoperability solutions like Quant Network, something like that. Um, that they are Quamfy. There is a no doubt in my mind, uh, which is interesting, uh, which is really cool because six digital, as you can see here, um, is is big they're they're a swiss company we covered them on the show before um one of the latest things that they did uh, is six digital exchange successfully tokenizes private shares on its regulated blockchain based central securities depository in partnership with f10 and equitech um link is in the description um have a look this is uh, this is pretty cool um, the right words cross the screen once again. Finma regulated uh, central security deposit. Sorry, Yardo. Yeah. So uh, I was actually dying uh, from, from coughing, so I couldn't uh, ask earlier. But uh, did you guys already check out the dashboard from Lechain? Uh, did you guys show it? It is not like a super overledger thing, right? But did you check out the dash uh, dashboard for Lechain already? Couple of episodes back. What was the website again? Lagchain? Uh, no, it's dashboard.lagchain.net. Bad fingers. So, um, this is actually interesting because this is the dashboard for uh, um, chain, right? Yes, sir. Um, so we can see the number of nodes that are available in the top right. Uh, I think 59. I, I 59 out of 59 are up right now. The page latency is 477 milliseconds. 
So this network is not being bombarded with all kinds of data right now, right? So, but it is interesting to know of this existence, and this might also be a little bit of a sneak preview uh, on what we can expect mm-hmm. of uh, a potential overledger dashboard. Which uh, I don't know if it will be similar, but uh, honestly, this is a result of. Uh, not their involvement, but they're they're part of this little uh, clique of uh, people running this leg chain uh, organizations. And I'm not trying to talk it down. I actually have a lot of respect for this uh, initiative, but this is one of the results, right? So I, I just wanted to quickly show you the, the dashboard. Yeah, that's really cool. And you can see like a, a globe here in the bottom right or a world map. Um, there are some dots on there and you can actually hover over it and it reads stamping well, I, I I have to start in China, right? Yeah, no. Um, one of the 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 ones in London will also will even read. I think Quant Genesis uh, Gateway or Block uh, one of really? those type. Of, yeah, that's Comfort. pretty fun. Uh, there's Quant Network Node number one, I'm sure, but there's also one that is named a little Note cooler. Name. Let's see. Testing lecture. Quant Oracle node. Quant Oracle. Oh node? yeah, Oracle node. Maybe. maybe. Quant network Quant node. Network Quant node network one. node. Something uh, else. But at least you'll you'll see a, like um, <laughs> a graphical representation of Quant's involvement here because you can see their nodes, right? So the dead <laughs> they are part of it. It's uh, not uh, that it is in question. I know. Uh, and is this mainnet or testnet? Main. This is mainnet. Mainnet. Oh dear. Woohoo! Yeah. Latest blog for the 4 milliseconds latency. This is all, might as well have been Chinese. Uptime of 100%, which is nice. It is still loading the node history. I'm not patient enough for this. Yeah, and, and also it doesn't work, so you can be uh, as patient as you, <laughs> you want. Okay. That's disappointing. But it yeah, no, this is really cool. And what, for the people that are at home, what we are seeing right now is... <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be difficult, but you see the best block, you see the, the block numbers. Um, you can see kind of like the thing you see on a radio when you up the volume, it gets more bars. Uh, there are three of those next to each other. The one in the middle is the difficulty. The more crowded the network gets, probably the difficulty will go up uh, and the block gas limit. Um, not really sure how to read that, but I think that correlates with the difficulty. Um, and under that, you see a bunch of things. If you have used uh, peer-to-peer torrent stuff, then you can see all these things. So the t- type, m- node name, uh, latency, peers, and, and all those types of data. There's movement, um, and, and it, it, it's, it's colorful. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this it is the quality it's... you can expect from the Quampy show. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also t- take like 30 seconds to check it out and then yeah. wait three months, go check it out again. And then you will see a lot of uh, little bars actually moving uh, on this page because uh, I can promise you <laughs> being struck down with COVID. I've spent a bunch of time looking at this, uh, at this dashboard and there are transactions being done. So sometimes they ping up and then you'll see the little graphs uh, count them and and do it. So uh, 
it's not super busy currently like chain mainnet but people are using it and some people are actually using it um relatively uh frequently so that's cool what is interesting what i see now and it just just dawned on me this is lag chain latin america and the caribbean but i am now hovering over the united states i think this is new york ish washington ish there is i cannot see anything though you're not oh i'm sorry i i i wanted to see your beautiful face full screen so yeah, a lot of notes are uh, actually are being hosted in uh, in the US, and they even have uh, uh, names hearkening uh, uh, to the to the different countries. So I think there's a Peru note in the US. So I'm not sure if this is bad geolocation tagging, or uh, I wouldn't yeah. put all the merit into the little dot on the screen, right? It it can no, be. But... This is what we see right now, right? There's there's also one on the the West Coast, but this is lag chain, Latin America and the Caribbean, South America, developing countries. Um, But yeah, you can also see there are nodes throughout North America and throughout Europe, uh, which is uh, which is interesting. And I I don't know if this is indeed schematic. Or, or actually representative of where they are located. Okay, just zoom in on the map, then we can see a bit more. I reckon you can zoom in. Or is this as far yeah, as you I can t- go? Yeah, I think it's one level down. So if you double-clicked oh. it, yeah, this is a pretty much a, about it. Um, That's a shame. Uh, maybe Jarno has a little trick up his sleeve. Eh? He's... Oh, but <laughs> this is more clear, at least. We, we can at least see the world a bit better. Let's see if we can make it bigger. That's what okay, she so said. There's obviously... Oh, and and let me let, let me tell you in, on the left side of your screen now you see transaction uh, uh, hashes, right? But we cannot copy the correct full thing, and I cannot really uh, tr- try to use this information. Oh, maybe the copy did work now for you just now. I saw. Let me see if I, it actually yields me a result because I I really cannot wait to use Postman to search for one of those transactions uh, uh, via Overledger. Uh, but don't forget... I'm being this... sent. I, I typed it into Google and I'm being sent to explorer.lagchain.net slash account slash and then the address. Very uh, cool. Yeah. Um, external account. I, I can click on a QR code. I am most likely going to get robbed. No, please don't. I'm gonna scan the QR code. See what it does. No. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> Look what happens. Kijk wat er gebeurt. It uh, it gives me it gives me the address that I just looked up. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that was so uh, uh... to be expected, honestly. <laughs> but it's uh, pretty cool because now uh, uh, I last week I, last week I, I didn't plugged, know. Last week I plugged in a lithium-ion battery in a regular USB charger just to see what it does. So we're recording when it goes wrong. So this is uh, Confucius style. But yeah, what you see here is the address. You see a QR code with an external account. Uh, that's what it's called. And, and that's it. And nothing else works. Uh, submit feedback. There was an error loading the hotshot feedback widget. If you're using an ad blocker, please disable So we can see some addresses, but we cannot see transactions yet, right? So yeah. uh, uh, my point was that uh, it's actually super nice. I didn't uh, realize explorer.lagchain.net was a thing. But uh, I'm going to keep my eye out on because... Uh, it is actually super nice if we can uh, try and explore a little bit more there because mm-hmm. like uh, 
this is interesting, <laughs> if this should be interesting to us. It is I to mean, me. It, it, it is interesting stuff. And uh, the more of these networks we connect, the better our um, understanding of Overledger will be or usage. Um, QT price up so it's... 7.1% in the last 24 hours. Current price in euros is 102.47 cents. Oh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, it appears that we are pumping ish. Man, man, man. Last time I, I, I checked, it was 320, man. Now you, you broke my streak. Liar. You're a liar, uh, boss. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> Hey, shall we do some? Uh, I will not questions? tell the people in English how I know that you are lying. Isn't that nice of me? It's very nice. Trolling, trolling. Hey, okay. Time for some Instagram questions. Uh, oh. Let's. Uh, let's. Do you want this. a drum roll? Yeah, go for it. Your sound, uh, oh. your 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 noise cancelling is so high that we couldn't hear. It started always bitching about my sound. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, the first question. Oh dear. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, the pure potential. Well, dude, we have. That's the first question. The pure potential. Well, we've been recording we are in episode 35 no 20 25 24 25 something like that 25 yes sir 25 yeah. you have 25 episodes uh, to listen to and, and watch so go do that oh and, and 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 do please if you're in youtube please just don't really skip the advertisement because it helps us show do it uh, gilbert's <laughs> wife um very interesting. Yes. And I think that is something we well, will be... Okay, you just said Gilbert's wife is very interesting. What do you mean? Can you please elaborate? Well, she is part of a team. Uh, uh, and, right. and, and, and and people assume that... Uh, Laura Verdian, just, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that she just got hired uh, 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 because she is Gilbert's wife. That isn't really the case. There's more to this. And we will be doing an Instagram post soon on it, but we can spill some juice already. Perhaps. I don't know. I'm just... Tossing it up. Really, 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 really quick. Master of Business Administration, Master of Science. I have a stupid question. Did she leave Quant at some point for a little while? For some reason, I'm convinced that uh, she, uh, she left. And then I was all, always convinced, okay, she's no longer uh, a part of the company. And then last year or something, uh, I started realizing that Either I have totally wrong my recollection, or she's back. Um, yeah. Not quite yeah. sure. Do Do you guys she, know? Uh, she works at Quant for four years and two months as a COO. That's the chief operating officer, and she was the head of healthcare services from 2018 to 2020. Before that, she worked as the director at Deloitte Access Economics uh, for three years and uh, seven months. So, director at Deloitte Economics, head of international market access at Intercept Pharmaceuticals. She was a director at GSK. I don't know what that is. GlaxoSmithKline. Oh. Okay. Which is a huge uh, pharmaceutical company. Yeah, global market access, what she uh, did there. Um, she worked for ISI. As associate director, senior manager, manager, 
and scientific advisor. Uh, she was a medical affairs consultant and a medical information associate. So what I see from this, she went from associate to consultant to advisor to manager, senior manager, associate director, head of market access, director, head of international market access, then director at Deloitte, uh, another director, and now she is COO. And if anybody comments on how she probably worked her way up, I will kick you from the platform. <laughs> and I do she is she's totally healthcare uh, uh yeah yeah around, right yeah. yeah yeah for sure um so but more in the marketing uh, side of healthcare and the, the business uh aspect yeah but well, that's that's uh, when that's where the money is tim that's where, that, the, that's money indeed is. where the money is that's okay very, uh very next uh, next uh, next CV. question uh oh come on come on uh Greg Lunds replied, uh, Greg Lunds scammer. And then I made a joke about it. And then Jarno got mad at me because people inter- misinterpreted it. I, I jumped down his throat. I was like, let's not go Dude. there. Let's not go there. Next question. Uh, the philosophy of the Q&T token. So the token philosophy. And I remember uh, standing on Jarno's balcony or at least well, when we met up for the first yeah, time yeah. in real life. We were actually, one of the first things we talked about was the philosophy of Q and T, and we we uh, I didn't really understand. We were talking about token philosophy, and then Jarno gave the example of Q and T versus XRP, and then Jarno explained uh, XRP as being like a, a door that just well goes open and, and closes. It just switches around. So it's like flip flop, flip flop, flip flop, and whereas Q and T is just being stored in your ledger, you you forget that it exists. And that's the token philosophy of Q&T. So it's a very yeah. low token philosophy. Yeah. Yeah, right? people just ho- hold on to it. And because of the divisibility, um, it still functions, which is really interesting. Um, so you only need really small bits and the price can go up indefinitely. So a lot of people can hold a large amount of tokens and the system will still operate. And as we said in the past, um, token price can go up infinitely and it will not impair the business operations in any way, shape or form. Whilst with, for instance, in this example, XRP, um, token needs to change hands quickly because the volatility of the token is actually detrimental to the utility. If it becomes volatile up, uh, that's fine if you're holding, but if it goes down, it's shit if you're holding. And if you need to be buying, uh, you don't want it to go up. So that's, in my opinion, a very big discrepancy in their in their model, and that's now that's not going to the XRP thing, but uh, low and slow is quant. Yeah, but but because okay. it has eighteen oh, decimals, sorry. it's also super poised to to allow for uh, micro transactions, yeah. right? So it's that's also important to, to realize that not mm-hmm. everything will be super expensive or that, that one token can be one uh, worth uh, two trillion and then uh, with your division you you have a nice uh, little no amount fun of here money. no fun in this show <laughs> <laughs> but you can also utilize this to, uh, right now to have uh, good pricing right because if every transaction is costing you QT on the on the overledger mm-hmm. uh, it better be a small amount of QT. Not if every transaction costs you QT. No, it better be a small amount of Q- QT. If every transaction is one QT, then then 
uh, well, but that's impossible because that's the demand will the demand will create. Uh, well, if if people need it, it's indispensable for the network. So if I have hogged all the Q and T, and and you need it, otherwise you can't do business, then you will offer me. Oh, I no. understand the model, but oh, okay, uh, sorry. <laughs> no, I thought, uh, but, but, I, I, thought uh, I thought COVID destroyed your brain entirely. <laughs> no, no, but uh, honestly, pricing is uh, back to to fiat uh, on Overledger. But uh, I just meant that uh, I think you guys are calling one uh, uh, small denomination of Q and T. You're calling it a Gilbert, right or no? No, a Verdian. A Verdian, sorry. Uh, you'll be able to pay a few verdians <laughs> as a micro transaction within that system right i i just yeah. wanted to point it out yeah that's that's really good yeah and if if you actually put all the numbers behind each other uh, it ends up with a 24 digit number um which is astronomically high that's more than sand grains on this planet um they could run out according to gilbert he said it should be enough for the short to medium term I think he was joking. Hungarian run the numbers. And apparently, um, Quant only needs to reach 1 million per token. And then the tokens could run out. So it will be a couple of years until we, uh, we are there. <laughs> anyway. Next question. Next question. Uh, where will the next pump come from? As 2021 was purely exchange listings. Before we go there, the moment you're listening right now on the 29th of... July 2022, it's been exactly one year since the Binance pump. When Binance today, 29th of July 2021. Okay, before we go there, I disagree about uh, that statement. I think there were indeed exchange listing pumps last year, but I also think there were utility pumps. As exchange we have pumps shown... don't last for weeks. No, exactly. And as we have shown in mm. our videos with Hungarian Hortel discussing the tokenomics, everything we found. So where will the next pump come from? I think the same stuff has happened last year and, and just hype. Uh, bots needing to have Q&T, locking it up, people trading green candles. That's where the next pump will come from. Or super bullish news out of somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, Come from anywhere. Mm, I'm thinking what's always the, out there. What was the price last year when everything uh, went bananas? Let's see. Six. Because what is interesting now is if we use the hypothesis of the utility, then we can see that the price last year on July 27th was 75 euros. So we are higher right now. On August 5th, it was 150 euros. Then we dumped massively to 130. And everybody was screaming, it's over. Sell your stack. Swing it. Um, and then we went on August 26th. And we were at 165. Uh, this must be Zitop. And then Zitop happened. On September was the 13th? 11th. September 11th. At the 335 euro. I remember that reaching the peak of my portfolio, I was walking into a team park that morning. It was around 10 a.m. Central European time. I was looking at my portfolio, life was good. 
That I should have sold. That was the top single. Okay, next uh, next question. Uh, I'm not sure what this person is uh, questioning. Uh, ignoring the fake foot and every, everyone footing into economics. We've literally debunked everything in this episode. I think we did. Oh, the last question. When Lambo? Mm. Could get one now if I wanted to, but it's a waste of money. Yeah. Then I also... There's uh, a second-hand one here somewhere. Yeah. No, this stinks now, man. Lambo. Okay. When Lambo... Then, then, <laughs> uh, I also put it out on Twitter, and the only thing we got there as reply is token not needed. Well, uh, we discussed that thought. Let's let's just episode. okay. Thank you for the heads up. Anyway, yeah, the token <laughs> no token not needed, as in talk about token not needed. Not not as in that that person said that the token is not needed. Uh, put it in between the uh, brackets and said. My question was, what should we discuss? And then token not needed in between uh, brackets. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. So and, and we discussed that. We mm-hmm. we did that uh, in the first uh, forty-five to fifty minutes. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. great okay. job. Then, I, yeah, I'm empty nope. from my side, honestly. Yeah, I'm empty as well, boss. Full of mucus, <laughs> not empty. Yeah, full, full of phlegm. I'm, uh, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing to add, my guys. All right. That's um... in that case. We are rounding it up. Uh, as you've noticed, uh, uh, advertisements and the commercials are on. Advertisement? Uh, yeah, it's an advertisement. It's not an adver- advertisement. Dep- it depends where you're from. The reclames, die staan aan. Yeah. So, please, if you're on YouTube, just watch, watch them. Mm. Watch those scammers. Or, obviously, you can, you can still... Uh, install an ad blocker. I don't really care, but if yeah. you support the show, just uh, get a get a yeah. cup of coffee. Just let and, you uh, let them run. And, and I'm curious um, how intrusive you find them. Um, yeah, if it's super annoying, let us know. Yeah. Um, so because we we have some customization options, we appreciate you guys watching and interacting with everything we make a lot. Please follow us on Twitter. The links are on YouTube over. There, I think, or there, are there. Check the check out the cards. Follow the links. Um, just move around through our ecosystem. It helps us out so much. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, please be kind to each other. Um, forgive and forget, or well, forgive and learn. Don't forget. Don't make it to Hunger Games. Yeah. So um, love you guys and. Um, Stay comfy. And uh, we'll see you. uh... Yeah, I think we'll see each other. Uh, Yeah, we see each other next week. I'm pretty sure I can make that episode. We'll find something. Stay comfy. Stay comfy. Boss, thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks, boss.